7 Days to Play. Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile gaming review program. I'm Sam. And I'm Tice. And for the last seven days, we've been playing Squid Game Challenge. Squid Game Challenge by Supercent. What a fun-filled game. So this is obviously spawned by the fervor and excitement of the Netflix original Squid Game, uh, which is a television show from Korea. It's been all over the news cycle for at least a few weeks now. Um, it's a very well-made TV show. We talked about it in the last episode. Uh, and that spurned us to find a game that was similar to the show. And that's what we did. That's what I found. This is it. <laughs> I really thank you for finding it. But some things have happened to this game. Right, Tice? Some things indeed. This, is, this has been really interesting for me. I've not... Um, played a game where some things have had to shift so dramatically due to, I imagine, some copyright rules. Right. So it does seem like this game, when we when we first decided to play it, it was actually called Squid Game Challenge. And I believe the icon was that of, if you've ever watched a show, it was like that of the big giant doll um, that plays in the red light, green light challenge, um, which is you know, if you watch the show, we don't want to like, that's the other thing. We don't want to give any spoilers. No spoilers, um, but the, that, that doll is in the trailer. So you might have seen that, uh, in your travels over the last few weeks, it is very recognizable. And I think that in the app store, it kind of stood out during the last week, during the last seven days, as we've attempted to play this game, it changed a bit. It did. It, it is now known as K games challenge. The, right. the games within have shifted, uh, some subtly and some dramatically, which I thought was just really interesting. Um, and I think having played it before and after the shift, we have some uh, good notes on what we think of the new levels versus what they were like before something dramatic happened. Yeah, and it's, it's actually interesting because like I've only played a little bit of it before the big change. And when I went back to it, I was very curious as how closely the games have resembled um, the ones in the show. Uh, but let's, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Tice, can you please read the App Store description of what was once known as Squid Game Challenge, now known as K-Game Challenge? I can. Let's do this. K-Games Challenge. Play the most famous traditional Korean games! Exclamation point. You can play multiple levels filled with the joys of new thrills, period. Take the challenge yourself on your mobile device, exclamation point. That is a description for K-Games Challenge. Okay. Uh, uh, I well, count two, two out of three points where the sentence ended, ended in exclamation point. So excited, excited copy. There is very excited. Yeah, it is a very excitable copywriting that's, that's happening within the description of K-Games Challenge. I mean, I had a lot of fun looking at the description for this. There's three sentences. There's three parts to a film. There's the intro arc. There's the down arc with the period. And then it's up again with the exclamation point at the end. You know, it's a very, like, took me on a journey. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, when you were looking for this game, because Squid Game was, like, such a big um, topic, this was this this was the most popular game Right, that that was correct. It it had the most uh, amount of uh, reviews. It had, I think, the highest level of star rating in the store, uh, compared to a couple of other games that were out there that have worked. I mean, I think the lookalike games probably sprang up pretty quickly. Right, uh, but this one was the one that had had the most hope, the most promise. Gotcha. Well, I I I 
Do you have a bone to pick with the fact that it's claiming that it is the most popular, the most famous traditional Korean games? I guess that's a matter of opinion, so I can't really refute that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I think I think for me, I mean, I I am not aware of the most most famous traditional Korean games, or you know, my my closest uh, encounter with them has been the show. So I guess they're alluding to the fact that the show has the most popular games in it, and by virtue, the game now has that. Too, but then I think having uh, had this some sort of takedown happen um, during the last seven days, I wonder if that if that statement still holds true. Given that basically all the mini games now are just yeah, we'll get into this, but they're kind of carbon copies of what they once were. Right. Okay. Now this is going to be interesting because we really don't want to spoil the show for anyone that hasn't watched it. But at the same time, we need to describe the games that are happening here. And by virtue of actually describing the games, I do feel like there is potential spoilers, right? We definitely need to be careful. Spoilers are something that uh, you and I um, take take quite seriously. It's very near and dear to our hearts. So we'll do our best to uh, step through each of the games, uh, how they were before and after. I feel like it's like we're talking about a major maybe. Um, maybe we can do it this way, right? Like maybe we can just explain the quality of the games within this particular game, meaning like the mechanics. Uh, you know, and is like it the, simple? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Difficulty, maybe. Is it complex? Mm-hmm. And then what are the gestures that you have to do in order to play this game on a mobile device? Right. So yeah, I think you know it's safe to say that there are six games that kind of reflect the games that are within the show. And then within that six games, they've gamified it um, to try and have you mimic the gameplay that's involved within these games. So this is difficult. What can we say about these games? These are all like, you know, we last week we talked about MasterChef and how it involved a bunch of little mini games that revolve around doing these tasks. And I feel like this actually kind of felt the same way in like each mini game within this within the app, um, are all little mini games that you play, right? And so one of them is like cutting out a shape, right? One of them is um, sort of like tapping to tapping as fast as you can, right? Right. There's another one uh, get, getting from like A to B. I think, you know, that, right. that, that's a pretty common mechanic. And then there's another one where you have to like swipe up to like throw a ball, like ski ball type of thing. Right. And so these are actually like very different mechanics um, for different like mini games that could potentially be in like a collection of games. And overall, I felt like they felt pretty good. Like the actual mechanics of the game felt okay. Like it felt like they were actual mini games that you can play. I think they felt fine. They, they, uh, they were pretty, it was, I, I definitely think it was easy to kind of pick up and just go because they were all pretty time boxed. Uh, they weren't, to my mind, like terribly advanced. Um, yeah, I, th- I just thought it was like it was. It was a very uh, well, essentially simple game to kind of get through, even before and after the kind of remake of of the levels. And I think that's as much as we can say. I think in regards to like the details of the game, right? We can't go too much further than that. I think it will it will give away um, some integral integral things to the, to the show, and uh, right. it's probably not worth going down that road. So all in all, like this game is a collection of mini games that reflect the games that are in the show. Um, and every time you sort of have success with each level, 
It'll allow you to pass to the next level. And I think even if you fail on some of these levels, it just still allows you to move forward, right? It seemed pretty forgiving, uh, which I liked because I, I think we're starting to understand that like I don't have as much patience for some of the more complicated. MasterChef, I had a bone to pick with MasterChef because some of the mini games I felt were unforgiving. Um, but this felt like pretty casual. Pretty, you could pick up, do it with one hand. Big plus for me. You know, I can hold it with one <laughs> hand on my thumb and just get through it. And I thought that was cool. I think if we're talking about whether a game is easy to pick up and put down, I think the ability to pick it up, play it with one hand. If you fail, it's okay. Go again. I like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there, there's something very like easy to get into with all of the games that are in here. It doesn't really need a lot of explanation. You can really get into it. Um, what did you think about the look of the game? I had some notes on the look of the game. Uh, I think the animation style was kind of interesting. Um, the modeling was like this. I mean, it's if, if you've not seen the game, it's not realistic. It's kind of like this um, cartoonish, like sort of CG-esque uh, style. Um, I, thought the, I thought the animation was actually kind of fun. I thought it was kind right. of dorky. Like it's, you know, it's, it's not a serious game. It doesn't take itself seriously. These celebration moments, I think you can, that they're, they're pretty fun. Um, so it does feel a little boilerplate right? Like these are sort of set templates that they've gotten from, you know, like uh, almost like a stock game elements thing that oh, they've yeah. repurposed for this, right? So you get I mean, like... The, I can only imagine that if you, if you can get a game out the door this quickly in response to something like a show of this magnitude, it's right. got to be a bunch of like Lego pieces that you pick up and, and then it's just a matter of putting it down, putting a coat of paint on it, getting out the door as quickly as you can and getting, getting as many downloads as you can before the studio sends you a letter. <laughs> you know, I think because I think... Right. And, and I, I, th- I think this is... I'm sure this has happened before, right? Like there's there's got to be a lot of like popular things that are out there, whether it's a moment in pop culture or a TV show or a film or just something where studios have, they've got to have this bag of tricks that they can mm-hmm. they can pull out and put something together as quickly as they can. What I find impressive though is that it played okay. Like I think with that concept, if you just told someone that and they had no idea like, like what it would be like, if that was me, my assumption would be that it probably wouldn't be that. It probably it'd be very janky. It would crash. You know that that's what I would expect. But I'm actually like right. I was. It was from the first time I played. The first day I played it, I was mildly impressed by the fact that it kind of just worked. It just did what it did what I expected it to do. It wasn't it. It wasn't like mind blowing. It's not the most incredible right. thing you've ever seen. But it did what it it did what it it set out to do. I guess. Totally, and I think I think you're right that there's something really, I guess, like delicious about the fact that this developer or this like group of developers were able to get it out so quickly. And now I'm actually curious how long it took them to make this. Whoa. So 1.0 was actually released one week ago. So seven days ago, exactly. So we found it the so, day that it was released. Right. That's But then wild. when did the show come out? I'm going to look least, at this really quick. At least a few weeks. That would be an interesting data point from when the show dropped to give someone X amount of hours to watch the show, digest it, <laughs> monitor the news network, see the increase right. in the trend of people searching for it, go to work and go, team, Okay, let's do this. So it was released worldwide on September 17, right? Okay. And as of this recording, a week ago, it was September uh, 8. 
October, no, September, 8th. October, October 6th. Yeah, October 6th. Right. right? So and so that weeks? gave them three weeks. Three weeks. Holy cow. Yeah, that's three in, weeks I'm, to I'm make. I'm now like very curious about this this uh, stock stock anim- I don't even know what would you call that. Yeah, when you have it's like stock assets, right? Like right. Unity has them. This does feel like it's probably Unity based. It can even be like you know very boilerplate, um, Unreal. I think there is an Android version of this, and perhaps even a Mac version. I was kind of searching around, and um, I actually there- didn't find an Android version of it. Oh, you didn't. No, okay, I wasn't so able to find an Android iOS. version. So this is just iOS. So I do feel like it's probably some like boilerplate library. Um, I mean, kind most, of kudos most to likely them. Unity. Yeah, kudos. Three weeks. Yeah, three, three weeks, weeks from like to... from nothing to the App Store, and then and then when we looked at it on that day, it had only been out for twenty four hours max, and it was like popular. It would like right. When it had I, when about I five thousand reviews. It had more than a lot. Which is how do you even garner that many reviews in that? It's impressive. I think that like if you can turn around a game that brings you a bit of joy, it's free, it's very relevant. I mean, I imagine that with these things that happen in the news cycle, you have a certain amount of time, like Tiger King and other things where you're like, okay, it's it's hot. People are all talking about it. They're all making everyone feel guilty if you've not seen it. Like you got to capitalize on it as quickly as you can. So right. it makes sense that they, they turn around so quickly. I just, in being in the world of, R&D, I just find that really incredible that you can do that so fast. That's so funny. So, okay, going back a little bit on the history. So one week ago, we found that it was Squid Game Challenge. Right. And then it says here, six days ago with 2.0, it says new game design. So within a day of it being out, they were able to reconfigure all of the assets to get oh, the game out so that night. they're not going to be That's got to be a late night. <laughs> right. And without, without giving away any details, uh, in my opinion, the the 2.0 onwards levels closely mimic the the essence of the other levels, but I imagine not close enough to... to right. Even with. the few ones that I've seen are completely different, right? Like The levels? the Yeah. The first few levels that I've played really mimic the show. Right. In terms of the setting and the environment. And when I replayed those levels in this new version, they were completely different in terms of like the set dressing. Like, sure, all the elements were exactly the same, but the set dressing was completely different. Exactly. So right? they, 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 they pulled the model off the car and put another one on top. You know, it's like... Uh, which, <laughs> in that, That's impressive so for like one day. So it looks like Netflix probably contacted them the day that it went out. Right. And then within 24 <laughs> then, hours, they, they completely Within 24 hours. It. Do you know what? I was saving this point because I thought it was interesting. In my naivety, when I woke up on that second day and played the game, I assumed that I had leveled up. I had assumed that I had just gone to like, you know, V2, like level two. And in level <laughs> two, it's it's same, same, but it's different. different. You know, and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And by the third day, I was like, oh, that's weird. Wait a minute. So I was saying, and then we were chatting and I was like, oh, wow, they, this is a different game. Um, yeah. but I, I'll tell you like be, between day one and day two, I, I naively thought, oh, I must've like done pretty well and just, you know, progressed past the base games. No, they just <laughs> had to completely re-engineer the game. So that's pretty yeah. funny. Um, but yeah, let's get on to the three by threes, Tice. Let's do it. Three things good and three things bad. You want to kick things off? First good point. Um, without giving away any spoilers, all the six games pretty closely reflect the games that are within Squid Game. I do feel like 
there was a lot of attention, right? Despite the the speediness of getting this game out, that um, they made each of those games actually like feel like mobile games that you can play. If you can expand out any of these games into its own game, I think that's totally doable. Like I've seen crappier games that are its own games on the App Store, and I feel like yeah, they've they've taken it and interpreted it pretty well. So if you want to get a sense of how it feels like to play these games on a mobile game, mm, you might want to check it out, even just for like the whole novelty factor of it, right? I definitely agree. Uh, one of my points was also uh, basically the same thing that the 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 modeling of how they had modeled the levels based on the TV show um, was really good. It was really close to it, and I think the order of watching the show then playing the game really helped. I think. If you play the game and didn't watch the show, I don't know if you'd I don't know if you'd connect with it as much. Uh, that could be that could be very easy to spot, but I would recommend watching the show first, then playing the game for the novelty aspect at a minimum. What else was good? Um, the, all the gameplay. It is very simple gameplay. Almost needs no introdu- introduction. Like you can figure it out very quickly, right? These are all uh, bite-sized mini games that you can grok and. Um, all the goals within the games are really self-explanatory, so you can just get on with it. And each each level probably takes you roughly like one to two minutes, which is almost perfect for a mobile game. Right, you can get from... Uh, there's six levels, right? There's six levels like in the show. I think you can get through... You right. could probably get through all of them in a time it takes to have a cup of coffee, you know? That's uh, that's not too <laughs> bad. That's that's cool. Actually, that and, and let me... Uh, Come back to you with my good point there too. That like it's a single-handed gameplay, which yep. I love because I can hold a coffee in the other hand and play the game and enjoy it. That's how you play your games: coffee one hand, phone in the other. Yes, most of the time, absolutely. I had one more thing that I liked. I thought the animation was fun. I, I thought it was it was kind of cheesy. Like I said before, the celebration moments are. Pretty hilarious. Oh, yeah. Um, he does the Gangnam style wanna, dance. Yeah. <laughs> I wondered if we should mention that. It's uh, At first, I was like, oh, that's funny. You notice this a lot with me. I have a, I'm a very passive gamer when it comes to mobile phones. So I, it takes me a couple runs around to, to, be, to like pay more attention. And I was like, I recognize that dance. I was like, oh, another cultural moment in history where a lot of people like paid attention. Uh, so he does do that. And uh, it is kind of cheeky and fun. Um, and I do like some good haptic feedback in the new phones here. I think it's cool. Um, I think when you, again, a celebration moment when you've achieved something, there's sound, there's, a, there's a, a, a nice little bit of sound, a little bit of a buzz of the phone, and then a cool little dance. So mm. the fact that you can achieve that little uh, dopamine hit in a, in a minute or two, I think it's pretty good. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's get on to the bad points because I feel dun, like dun, dun. I have lots to say about this. When you, you need more um, than three points. You need a non-by-nine. Oh, nine. boy. Mm, yes. Yeah. I mean, as much as I thought this was like such a valiant attempt to recreate um, the show, it's just an obvious money grab, right? Like, sure, it's great that they got the game so quickly out and it actually reflects all the games and bite-sized games that you can play. It's Everything about it is just a money grab. It isn't deep. It isn't... Um, it isn't really that memorable outside of the show. Uh, and you can tell by the amount of ads that you just get in between each level. They're merciless. 
Um, I, I can't help but add on to that. That was one of my uh, constructive critiques of the game is the ads are, are rough. And in fact, I'm not currently uh, stateside, so there seems to be an issue where it can't even play the ad. So I get stuck in a loop. I have to close the game and go again. Oh, boy. Because it can't trigger mm. the ad. And I'm sure there's a locality thing there about the ad. Um, well, I think there would be some sort of ad um, locality network thing there that's, that's causing issues. But it's uh, it was actually a blocker to get to the next level if I if I failed. So even though the game was more forgiving, if you were to not make it through a level, um, I had to close the, close the game and go again to, to right. get back in because of the ad block. That's really interesting. I'd feel like... I, I get a sense that this game is actually isn't created in the US. Um, when I looked at Supercent, it did seem like they were based in Singapore. Uh, so I feel like there should be some international capabilities with the ad network that they're using. But if it gets blocked, that's a really bad experience. I have not encountered that before as where, you know, if you're in a country where the, the ads perhaps aren't supported, they can't, they can't trigger the correct ad to make the revenue. Um, you'd think it would just, it would just fall back to nothing mm. and, and, and carry on. But no, it was a hard block, um, which is a shame. But I guess we are talking about how quickly they put this together. So right. my assumption is that maybe they just kind of had to reach for the first thing they could find for generating revenue. But the ads definitely got in the way, which I know everyone says that, but these were pretty, pretty obtrusive. Yeah. I mean, generally, I have a problem with these kind of ads to begin with. Um, if you If you've heard the show before, uh, I find it really confusing how these, you know, ad-filled games show other games within the ads, which I think is kind of such a, I don't know. Like, if I go to a restaurant, I don't want to get recommended uh, with another restaurant while I'm in the restaurant. Yeah, would you uh, Would you like the the steak or the squash or the restaurant next door, sir? What's, uh, what's your preference? You're like, <laughs> I'm here to eat. So I, I totally agree. It's, uh, I think... Seeing ads for other games whilst you're playing a game has always broken my brain. I'm here to play this right. game. If I wanted to play another game, I don't know, show me an ad on the way out the door. But if I'm in the middle of the game, like, is there something about attention spans? Like, but I've I never understood maybe... because you get thrown an ad when you're likely in between levels or maybe even in the middle of something. So it's my attention is on this game. So that, it's a. I've never understood Yeah, it's that. really strange. Like, but then they do that with movies too, right? Just as you're about to watch a movie, they present you with five other movies that you might want to see. So you get up and you leave the cinema. You're like, I didn't want to see this anyway. That's what I really wanted <laughs> Screw to see. Screw that movie. Door. I'm going to go watch this movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's more like uh, television shows too on like network TV where you'll, you'll you know, at the, if it's poorly timed, you'll, you'll, you'll see an ad right at, the, right at the worst possible moment. I mean, it's just, right. it's jarring. And unnecessary, I, I would think. And and the way that these all of these ads interact within the the constraints of being built into the game, it's just absolutely horrible. They give you the smallest X possible, and the X doesn't actually show up until you're 30 seconds in, so you just have to wait, right? I have many gripes with this. Also, a lot of the Xs are not even remotely accessible um, to see yeah. them, right? So they'll choose a, a shade of gray over a black background that is very difficult to see with 2020 vision. So I can I can I just it's it seems lawless the the traps that they'll that that games will will trap you in with these with this ad content. What is your next bad point, Tice? I felt like I don't know why, um, but the game itself is so simple, right? It's so like you you boot it and you just start playing. Um, 
I felt like I needed a menu system. I find comfort in like a, a menu system. Maybe it's because I'm getting old, but it's I'm used to being able to like, uh, let me just take a little pause here. Like, where am I at? What level am I at? Like, can I tweak something? Or like, what's coming? There's nothing. It's just like you're in, you play, that's it. And I think I couldn't find like an easy menu system to just kind of see where I was at and get a bird's eye view. But, mm. but I did want to like say that, Maybe that's the point, you know. Maybe the the game is not meant to like it's it's the most dead simple game. Maybe that's the entire point. You just churn through one through six, and then you go again, and then you go again. Right. You know? um, I mean, I don't think there was a lot of real thought uh, that was that was put into making this game deep and meaningful, right? No. <laughs> so no, do you it's, think? Uh, it's it's. I think if you were to summarize, it, it's a game that they turned around exceptionally quick. They were told within 24 hours to not do that. They did that, and they're still getting downloads, and they're still getting tons of. I see loads of reviews coming, you know, and it's right. People are pretty forgiving in the comments too. I was impressed. People were like, oh, it's kind of like the show. Cool. I was like, <laughs> oh wow. I was expecting them to get shredded, but no. I think, but I think that's because you can just pick it up and play. It's like it is what it says on the box. You know, there's no nothing too crazy there. Right, Tice. What is your final seven day rating for? What is a game previously known as Squid Game Challenge, now known as K-Game Challenge? I played this game for five out of seven days. Whoa! Really? I did. Wow. That's actually did, pretty amazing. You were impressed by that? Yeah. I played it for two out of seven days. <gasps> Shocker. <laughs> wow. Two out of seven? Oh, right. wow. We have... Der- this is great. We have a very different uh, attraction to get. I played it five out of seven days because I knew that it took minimal effort to get involved. Mm. That's why I played it because right. I could pick it up and I knew I had zero attachment to putting it down. Yeah. Uh, and my time is probably more limited than I'd like it to be. So that suits me, you know? And I think, I think two of those days is because I forgot. It's not because I didn't want to play it. I think I probably would have happily played it for like five. I mean, those gaming sessions were short. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. they're short. You need know, to pick it up and have get through a couple of levels, get stuck by an ad, close the game, forget about it, move on with your life. That was me, but that worked. It worked just fine for me. So very different scores there, Sam. Yeah. For me, it was just two days, mainly because I checked it out. I checked out the first few levels to get a sense of it when we first downloaded it, which was like that first day. Right when it was still themed like the actual Squid Game show. Okay. Um, got a sense of it. Already I was getting irritated by the ads. Um, and so I only played like one or two levels. Said, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. I'm definitely going to pick it up the next day to, okay. to play the rest of the games. Um, on the second day, when I played it, it had already flipped over to the new <laughs> theme. Uh, and then I played through the rest of the games and then couldn't be bothered... Uh, playing more of it because the ads was such a horrible experience normally with these games as well like if the experience is good enough for me to actually remove the ads i'd pay like yeah, the yeah. To remove i was the gonna ads. say that before i'm happy to do that it's less than the co- price of coffee like that that single digit if you're fortunate and uh, um and 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 you have you have the ability to support the studios i'm happy to do that you know i i would prefer that over ads but sure thing but could you even do that in this game like was that even possible it was possible, but okay. the way that the little cog or like the button was placed, you can never actually get to it because you would be bothered by the ads for such a long, uh, like proportionate amount of time uh, 
versus giving you the ability to actually tap that no ads button. And I was considering it, but the fact that the six levels just repeat over and over and there isn't really any more additions to the gameplay, I was like, nah, no. Uh, two days it for me. And that brings that brings us full circle back to your point that this kind of is a bit of a money grab to be to be blunt about it. Like I mean, spinning it up this quickly and then having ads be so long and in your face. Yeah, I don't know how how else to put that. I think that that's that's just right. kind of the, the the basis of the game. It, 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 you, you mentioned before that like how more or less how long will this game live on in our hearts and minds and memories and. Probably not that long, you know. It makes sense nope. right now in this in this moment. In the, as I said, in the new cycle. But I think, you know, months from now, it's not the kind of game that you. I, I think I would see in a few months and be like, oh yeah, I'll play that. I think it's it's a short lived, short lived on the home screen. Well, thank you to the developers for making it. I'm glad that we got to experience it, but it is no longer going to be on my phone going forward, unfortunately. Same, uh, but I will agree with your point from before that if you watch the show and you enjoy the show it's probably worth checking out it is a free game um you'll probably get a couple of giggles out of it and it's kind of fun uh just don't expect it to to stay on your phone any longer than a week so that was k games challenge previously known as squid game challenge uh now it is up to me to select the next game and tice now that we've played a bit of a throwaway game i would like to suggest what might be a pretty hardcore game which involves an upfront payment. Wow, we are investing. Right. So this game is nine ninety nine, which is the price of two coffees. I have never done that. That's a, that's a, that's a couple frappuccinos right there. Cool. Tice, you have seven days to play. Slay the spire. Slay the spire. Already, I'm intrigued. Can you tell me anything about it? Uh, no. Only thing that I can tell you is the tagline, which is. Deck building dungeon crawl, and it okay. is $9.99 on the App Store. That's enough for me to go off. I am excited to play this. Thank you. So, we'll check back in next week. You have seven days to play Slay the Spire. But before we go, Tice, do you have a thing of the week? I do have a thing of the week. Uh, it's been building up until today. Uh, William Shatner went to space in a rocket. Oh boy, yeah, that happened. That's a real thing that I just said. Lock that in time. Yeah. I, I remember seeing it. Someone tweeted about it, and the tweet was, someone really blew the chance of a really good headline. And in the headline, it said, Boston legal star William Shatner headed to space. <laughs> I'm sure people are going to have a lot of fun with that if they haven't already. I'm sure that if we check Twitter, there'll be some uh, really good uh, wordplay. But, uh, so that's for people that might that not know, and for people that might think that William Shatner is a star of Boston Legal, why is this so meaningful? For Boston Legal? No, for people that might not know why this is such a momentous occasion or such a odd thing for William Shatner to be headed into space. Due to his past with Star Trek? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> people might I'm not fishing. know that, right? <laughs> Right, so William Shatner was a you know really big character in Star Trek. Uh, I'm not a Trekkie. I'm not a I'm not a self-professed Trekkie. Um, certainly not of the the older shows, but uh, very very popular in that in that TV show and has done has been I guess on the sci-fi circuit for most of his life now. Um, so playing a character in space for those that that many years 
uh, and then literally go into space, uh, well, that's controversial uh, to a certain point in space. But I, it's a, it's probably a big deal for people that are um, huge Star Trek fans, I would say. Right. Has he already gone to space? Or he's planning to? I didn't today. Get, I, didn't... I believe oh, the really? rocket went up today. Correct, yes. Wow. So uh, I think as of this moment, I, when people hear this, William Shatner has already been to space to, um, to I think, That's a crazy. or to, to the point where he'll, he'll um, be uh, weightless in zero gravity. Don't you, don't you have to be a certain amount of fitness in order oh, that's to... Oh, there's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is the big debate on uh, on on professional astronauts and cosmonauts um, uh, versus like civilians in a sense, um, and in the private uh, space race as they're kind of calling it now, um, with uh, Virgin Galactic uh, and Blue Origin and SpaceX, the the opportunities for people that don't have the professional training and or physical prowess that you would expect of someone going into space are going to space. So it's a whole new mm. world, I think, out there. Great for me. I'm not fit enough for that. But, I mean, if William Shatner can do it, I think that's going to be the headline, right? Like, if William <laughs> Shatner can do it, I think anyone can do it. Uh, but they, they are, there are all, all sorts of records in the last few months being broken on youngest person to space, oldest person to space, uh, and everything in between. Uh, billionaires into space, which is a, a very mm. topical um, uh, point to talk about. But that's my news of the week is uh, uh, somebody that, played a character in space for many, many years, just went to space. And that's just a funny sentence to say out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mention which which organization he went to space with? I believe it is Blue Origin. The okay. uh, Japizos. The Amazon. Um, the yeah. Amazon original. The feather. Yeah, correct. Yeah. That's right. Um, my thing of the week, Tice, is a game. It is the newest Metroid game that is available and came out oh, last week. I've I've been seeing that. Uh, is that sort of in conjunction with the new Switch, OLED Switch? Mm, not really. Okay. Um, the new Switch came out kind of independently. A little like you know, spurted out. They they sh one out. <laughs> Nintendo shattered out. <laughs> oh, that's a good. I see. Well done. Take a bow. Uh, it's Metroid Dread. So this is very anxiety-inducing Metroid oh, no. game where something is chasing you. Oh, no. Um, but it's excellent. Well, it's, are we talking it's like a, Crash Bandicoot, Boulder, you know, like constantly coming down the tunnel towards you? What level of dread are we talking about here? No. Think about worse, like the... Um, what is that alien game? Oh, where no. I think it's Alien Isolation. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I got about five minutes into that. That's uh, it's like right. playing Fear when I was younger. Uh, I just It's kind of like that, but oh, it's God. still... Holding like the same um, sort of side-scrolling Metroid feel of like the Super NES Metroid, um, but yeah, peop I mean, this is like the first Metroid game in how many years? Um, probably in about over five years, over ten years, maybe, maybe about ten years. Is there a big community since... for these these games? I've not played these games myself. So I feel like Metroid has sort of lost track since the Wii versions of the Metroid game. Okay. Um, which were like the first person games. But I think people were really craving for a new sort of um, what they've been calling like a castle, like a Metroidvania game, which is like the side scroll. Oh, that's a cool, that's you a, get I can unlocked. understand that. There's like, you know, rooms that you have to uncover and you see like this overview map of like places to go. So lots of games have been spawning up that are kind of filling in that void. Like there's stuff like Hollow Knight, uh, Dead Cells, 
um, that kind of have that same motif. But yeah, to get like a new Metroid game that looks great and feels great, um, it's kind of a, a joy. So people are kind of all over it, but it is a really intense game. How's the audio? It's, it feels like anything that you're being chased, like the sound, the sound quality mm. good. Panic inducing. Yeah, I was going to say that yeah. was one of the things about the Alien games is sometimes it's not what you see, it's what you hear. That really, right. really stresses you out and kind of winds up the old heart. Right. So that is the only thing about this game that I'm not really enjoying is that it is like you do feel dread and it's in the title of going back in there. But there's but something really satisfying the about the gameplay. You should feel dread. <laughs> <laughs> so right. it, it's Pretty stressing simple and you out, but it feels good. I mean, it feels good because it's just like a really well-crafted game and the gameplay is super tight. Um, but yeah. That's the only thing that I don't like about this game so far is that it's, you know, it's uh, it's a little bit of a panic. Well, let me ask you this, Sam. What makes you want to pick up a game like that again for all the listeners out there where we talk to them about the ability to pick up a game and not pick up a game? What inspires you to pick up a game that you know is going to fill you with dread? Oh, because like a lot of it is based on the actual gameplay. There's something really satisfying about clearing areas or getting to the next part or furthering the story. Okay. Um, that I think is really satisfying, especially on a game like this, because um, there are like, you know, definite checkpoints that you can get through, and it's like a new area, and you got to find a new thing, and then you find a new weapon or like a new device that unlocks a new area, and so there's like this constant sense of progression that you want to get to. Um, and, and to I think for you, the way that, that, that they've done that is the the feeling of dread, for sure. Like, it's a balance, right? Awesome. And I think they've balanced it well in a way where you still want to move forward, uh, but not to a point where it's, like, crippling. I think Alien Isolation was very crippling for me, where I couldn't get through it. So what you're describing, like, the, the opposite of that is what I felt from older games like Fear and and some of the Alien franchise games, where I felt like the the cherry wasn't enough. Like, there wasn't I wasn't yeah. getting that feeling that you just described, and it was all fear. And I was like, well, this is, I am, I mean, I'm probably sweating as much as I would be doing some cardio right now. So it's, you know, I'm this, I don't want to pick it up. So that's interesting yeah. that they've nailed the, the combination of that. It's actually, that, that seems like a, it seems easy to scare people and harder to freak them out, but draw them in with everything you just described. That seems like a harder task. So, but yeah, it's uh, definitely something to check out if you're a Metroid fan. And that's our show. Tice, thank you again for being a co host. For seven days to play that was a really fun week uh i did not anticipate that the uh rug would, would be pulled out on the game i chose mere 24 hours into it so that was fun that was unexpected but um a, a good experience nonetheless so yeah the next game that we're playing is slay the spire we have now seven days to play it and join us next week as we talk about it find us on instagram and twitter at seven days to play and search for us on our, on your favorite podcast app by searching for 7 Days to Play. 7 Days to Play! Seven days to play.